What's up, music junkies? So we're here with a brand new episode with Carly X. So hey. Carly, hi, hi, how you doing? You know, um, so where are you at? I'm in I'm in New York right now. I'm currently upstate, but I'm from downstate in Long Island. Okay, right on. Sweet. So we we typically ask this to every artist that we interview. So what what got you started with the music? Um. Well. My parents are both from Haiti. They came here. My mom came here when she was nine, and my dad came here when he was like in his twenties. So my mom is more; she's more Americanized, I could say, when it comes to music. Like she doesn't she doesn't dive into hip hop that much. But there were like a few artists, like Biggie. She used to live in Brooklyn at the time, and like his music related to her. So in the house, when I'm with my mom, the only rap I heard was Biggie. And when I'm in the house, the only rap that my dad listened to was um, Sugar Gang Hill. I don't know if you guys know that record. It's called Rappers Never heard Delight. of that one. Nah. It's the first hip hop record ever recorded. Like, I think it came out in like 70, 76, maybe. During the disco and, uh, era. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that era. That's where, where that's the first hip hop song ever recorded. And um, I fell in love with that. And that's when I started writing. So, so I was like, I was like six. So I usually ask okay. this at, at the end of the the episode but you already kind of touched base on it so are you a biggie fan or a tupac fan most of all most of all all right i love both but because i'm from new york i have to go biggie and uh i don't know i, I just when it comes to the whole package i'm gonna say tupac got it but for me personally like just because you grew up with biggie, biggie. Yeah, yeah like it's just a vibe like it's a different <laughs> kind of vibe that i don't get with tupac but tupac when i'm with that lyrical like I'm in my bag or something like I'll put on some Tupac like he has some he has some real classics like some real ones that like really relate to life like keep your head up um, yeah yeah I, I feel like Biggie really didn't get to dive into that yeah yeah Biggie was more of a you know club banger and yeah you know, kind of yeah. talking about he how he grew up a little bit but not really about the racial injustice and all that stuff that B Tupac got to do yeah he didn't get the chance to dive into that sadly yeah. but yeah i'm gonna go with biggie for sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> east coast i guess <laughs> yeah so you said you you know you kind of grew up listening to biggie and not 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 much hip-hop um growing up and you said you started off at six years old when did you start actually mm -hmm. rapping and you know making your own music uh, so i started writing like it was like weird like singing kind of raps like it was weird it was weird but on uh, my sister, there's like a big age gap between us. Yeah. So um, she used to watch like MTV Jam. So that's <laughs> when I started getting it. So that's when I started listening to, you know, like Lauren Hill and a whole bunch of other people because they were like always on TV and stuff at the time. Um, mm -hmm. So I really started like rapping, rapping. I want to say like 12, 12, okay. 12. Okay, yeah. And you could freestyle. So that hmm? you could freestyle? Uh I used to. Before I learned about the industry, I used to be nice with the freestyling. Like in high school, <laughs> we used to all be on the on the school bus. The kids would make the beat and I'll be freestyling on the bus like the whole ride home and it was like an hour ride. And I used to be nice with it, but I feel like as I get older I put so much pressure on myself that it's hard for me to freestyle now. Yeah, you overthink it. As soon yeah. As something's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. 
Jeez. Okay. So when would you say you wrote your first actual song that you, you kind of started showing to people? You know, <laughs> this is really going to sound really bad, but uh, no, no, no. my first song that I ever recorded, like as an artist is coming out on Tuesday. I've That's done, like, impressive. A, yeah. Like I've done a bunch of like, I've written songs, but I never shared them with anybody. Because music for me was like a low key thing. It was just something that mm. I did because it was like, I don't know, I feel like I was misunderstood as a child. I feel like I couldn't really relate to everybody. Like, I don't know, I was just like in a different point, but music was always there for me. Like when I was when I was mad, sad, happy, I would just write raps in my book. But like construct the whole song, like I'm starting that now. And um the first song, this song that I'm dropping on Tuesday is the first song I ever went to the studio, recorded. Uh, got it mixed and mastered like the, this is the first the song full, that I, that's full been fully experience. processed yeah oh yeah okay so it's, no, it's kind of awesome. sad to say though that's not sad that's actually a huge accomplishment i mean <laughs> not not a lot of uh up-and-coming artists are able to have that kind of experience so i mean yeah to do that you know good for you i think that's awesome yeah, thank you so what <laughs> about eat my beat see okay so um the eat my beats was just a it's a contest Okay. And um, you buy one lease for one beat, but I was like, nah, let me hop on three beats. So I paid for three beats, went to the studio to record it. And I was looking at the entries. I was like, oh man, I got this. Like what I did was dope. Like I, I gave them <laughs> the bars in the beginning and then I talked some, you know, real, real ish at the end. So like, I know I'm going to at least get top 15. So I'd get like, you know, some type of, uh i don't know like some type of awareness which would you know pay off for the work that i put into it but that didn't end up happening so i was like damn like i put all into this record and what am i gonna do with it and it's not even like a real song it's, it's a contest entry yeah and um i was switching over distributors i was going from distro kid to united masters because 2018 is when i originally planned to release music but i didn't get the chance to um, so I've had DistroKid for years, but never uploaded anything. And United mm -hmm. Masters said that, like, on the reviews, it says that they have horrible customer service. And the only way to get your artist page is through customer service. So I was like, let me just release something on DistroKid. Let me not tell anybody about it so I can make my artist page and then I'll do the switch over. And people ended up finding it on Apple Music and, and Spotify. And it's been getting, like, many streams, added to many playlists. And it's, like, crazy because I didn't even promote it once. Oh, so it's, I don't it's really fucking badass. It's so badass. Yeah, I'm, I don't even count it as a song. I'm actually going to delete it soon. Oh, God, nah. Uh, just keep it up. Why? Delete, delete it? What? Because I don't, I don't, I feel like it's, it's, it's not like a real song for me. Like, it's, a, it's like a but it, but it, But it shows, it shows, you know, that you could fucking go hard and fast in the beginning and then, you know, slow it down and, you know, kind of show you, your true lyricist mind, you know? I I, 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 I feel like I understand where she's coming from, but if you do decide to take it down, you're gonna at least keep it for yourself, right? I'm I'm gonna keep it for myself. It's it's on right. YouTube, so I'm not gonna delete it off of YouTube. Like that's gonna stay on there because I feel like in in the world today, I feel like <laughs> we po we post our wins as much as possible, but we never post our losses. And I was gonna delete it off of YouTube, but I was like, no, like. I'm going to get so many W's later in life that I want people to see that I have taken some L's and so that they can relate to that. Cause some people just think that, from. Oh yeah, you know? Yeah. So 
It's definitely okay. going to stay on YouTube. I don't know about Apple Music and Spotify though. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about this song that you're we're, um, you're going to release. All right. So I I, I I hold on. I voted for you. To fucking drop really it today. drop it today. So. <laughs> um. All right. So again, as I said earlier, like with the freestyling, it's like been harder to like make an original song. Like when it comes to like doing features and doing giving somebody a solid 16, I can do that. But I felt like once I learned more about the industry and learned that it's 20% talent and 80% business, uh, it kind of, I don't know, it kind of like gave me writer's block because I used to knock out songs in like 15 minutes. Now I have to come up with an idea, let it stay, let it breathe and then come back to it. So, um, so I came up with that and I was like, I was struggling with that. So I was like, you know what? It'll be easier if I just stick with a theme, which is holiday 2020. So each holiday, I'm going to drop a song that relates to that holiday. Okay. So the one that's coming is for Halloween. Um, it's, it's called, it's on, it's mostly talking about me getting my foot in the door and me like breaking through as an artist, but I have a lot of Halloween references in it. Um, I felt like it would just be easier for me to stick with a theme and construct a song that way than to come up with something completely different. Cause that'll help you out kind of get an idea yeah. of yeah. what the lyrics are going to be about. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty smart. Down the line too. It is really interesting to kind of look back and see how you evolve as you're mm -hmm. going through your journey. I, yeah, they call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cool. So, so yeah, that's going to come Tuesday. And um, I hope, the plan is to do something for each holiday. So Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas, for sure. Why? Because you get gifts? <laughs> uh, no, it's just, it's just. I mean, as a kid, like you live in New York, you, you wait for the winter to oh, see the snow. Yeah, New York is a whole music. different story. Yeah, my favorite music is Christmas music. Like, yeah, like. Christmas music beats like Christmas music, like <laughs> Nat King Cole and uh, all of those records beat rap any day to me. Like you throw a Christmas record on and I'm in my zone. I'm cozy. Like, that's what I love. So, so. you're going to pop off on that Christmas song. Huh? <laughs> yeah. But you know, <laughs> I'm probably not going to do like a whole like kind of Christmas record that way. It'll probably just be like this one where I just like reference Christmas in the times and I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do for Christmas yet. I know what I'm doing for Thanksgiving, but I don't know what I'm gonna do for Christmas yet. So, yeah. what are your ultimate goals as a you know as an artist? Do you want to get famous? Do you want the whole experience? Do you want to just you know kind of make a living out of music and stay under the radar? Because you know I was listening to the Eat My Beat song um, in the car with my mm -hmm. girl, and I was telling her like she's a sleeper. You know, as soon as as soon <laughs> as people listen to her, she's gonna fucking blow up. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, is that what you Appreciate want that. or what do you what do you think i feel like i feel like people change so much when they try to get fame when they try to achieve fame so for me i think the goal is to just have a, a group of people that mess with me and love me enough to support me and build a strong fan base and just and just give them music like whether it gets like ten thousand uh views in the first hour a hundred thousand views in the first hour it doesn't it doesn't mind me as long as the bills are getting paid and i could make a living off of it mm. and um diversify you know uh everything and maybe go into other different areas in business maybe open up a label or do something with that um i just want to use 
um, music to get my foot in the door at least. Like, I don't care, like, if I'm, I don't know, I don't care if I'm, like, a one-album wonder. Like, if I if I could deliver, like, a one-solid album, like, on some Lauryn Hill <laughs> shit and then tour up that album for, like, the rest of my life, like, I'll be cool with that. Some <laughs> no Vanilla way. Ice type shit. Yeah, like, I wouldn't mind. So, um, oh, God, I forgot what I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's been that type of day. <laughs> Must be contagious. Dang, uh, living in Cali. Living in what? Cali. Oh. So, <laughs> how, how old are you, Carly? If you don't mind me asking. I'm, I'm 21. Oh, you're hella fucking young. So you have yeah. you know the world open yeah. and ready yeah. for you know you have a lot of time to work on on your craft. So yeah, you know as long as you just don't slow down. So yeah, I think that's. I think it's like somebody had told me that once. They're like, you just got to take an opportunity and keep it going. Like you're young, like, and don't stop. Just keep it going. Um. So, yeah, that's what I that's what I hope to do Yeah. from now on. <laughs> you got the talent. And um, th- so I remember what I was going to ask. You talk, you know, about in, in, in that Eat My Beat song about being a, a female or being um, African-American female and, um, you know, all the shit that comes with it. So how mm-hmm. how do you think that affects you know rapping artists um, being you know a female? I think um, you know honestly I I don't know when it comes to rap I don't know I feel like the times have changed and for me um, growing up. When it came to women that looked like me, they were always dope rappers like that I got the chance to look up to, like Lauren Hill and Queen Latifah. So I never felt like I struggled like when it came to the like the industry sort of. Like I I feel like I struggled when it came to like other things, like trying to get a job like outside of the industry and yeah. things like that. Like, you know, everyday life, everything except the music industry. But making music, I feel like um times have changed. It's more accepting. Um the only thing is that sometimes you have to conform to society's standards and um, being mainstream. So I, that's why I made it clear in the, in the crypt cipher. Cause I knew uh, that was going to be a lot of people's introduction to me. I want people to know from the gate, like I'm not going to be one of them artists shaking my you're ass. Not, yeah. You're not going to shake your ass. And st- and still, like yeah. not. Yeah. Cause it's because I looked up to women that didn't do that and just spoke real, real shit they, their whole careers and that's what i looked up to so i'm gonna just stick with that i don't feel like there's a lot of struggles when it comes to the, actually you know what i'm not even industry in the industry so i can't say that there's no struggles but there's no struggles for me right now when it comes I, to making yeah. music i mean you're gonna be but in I know the industry there have real been. soon <laughs> yeah but i know there has been for a lot of the women that i looked up like when i look in their stories like they talk about some of the stuff they go through like um they get like a hard time like getting certain opportunities that's what i've heard but i've never experienced it so i can't like say like oh this is what people go through because it's not my you know not my story yet yeah yeah so, yeah so how you know mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get too political but how, how has this uh you know blm movement affected you with everything going on you know with covid and then ev- all the riots and everything happening how has that affected you as a person and even an artist um, I've always been the type of artist to use my voice. Um, so I think it's just cool that, um, I think the movement came at the right time 
um, because now employee employers are recognizing like holidays like Juneteenth as a real holiday, you know. So I, I think it was important. I think it was impactful, and um, it didn't really like I don't know like change anything about me or make me look at anything differently. Is because I always seen uh, I've always seen it like. I think the first time I really noticed racism was when uh, Trayvon Martin died. So that has been weighing in the back of my head since then. And I was like, what, 2011, 2012? So nothing's really changed for me. I'm just glad that people are really getting it. Like more people are, are understanding and more people are, you know, not taking no for an answer. Like they're in the streets, they're protesting and rioting, you know. Well, what they're writing. They're doing what they got to do to get their message across. And, you know, I kind of appreciate that and I salute them. Yeah. So, I mean, have you experienced racism growing up? Uh, you know, I could tell you I'm Mexican and I've experienced so much racism. And you, it's even crazy that I'm in Southern California where there's Mexicans galore and there's still mm -hmm. so much racism here against Mexicans. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it is in I New think York. I've, I've, uh, you... I've never had somebody come up to me and say some racist shit, but I could tell like people look at you differently. Like I've experienced that people looking at you differently or people um, not giving you the, uh, not giving you the platform you deserve, I could say, always pushing you to the back. I've experienced that. Yeah. Um, I feel like growing up, I don't want to go too long in this, but I feel like growing up, um, I wouldn't say racism, but a lot of prejudice, especially when it came to dark skin girls. That was something I, I experienced. Like when it came to women, my complexion, I felt like there was always a joke. Um, we were always ugly. We were always getting dissed. We were always getting disrespectful, even in high school. So I've experienced that from elementary to high school, but um, racism from somebody that's um, a different race, I don't, I haven't, experience that directly only indirectly like they'll like do something like slick but nobody come up to me and be like say the n-word or something like yeah, that yeah not not some crazy movie shit or youtube yeah some youtube video shit <laughs> yeah but I, I have family members that have like i remember my sister was taking care of a patient and she was like oh you nigger and, and something like that and i was wow. like damn somebody said that was the first time like somebody close to me that i heard something like, experience somebody that. close to me yeah yeah, I was like, damn, Leslie, what did you do? She was like, you know, I just I just ate it up. I just took it, you know? Like, what can you do? Like, that's a patient. Like, what can you really do? Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, when it comes to work, I've got, you know, spit on when I was, you know, working my retail job. And it's just, you can't do it. Yeah, you can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate, it's man. It's your job. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go back to the music. Do you play any instruments? Or did you grow up, besides rapping, did you grow up doing anything else in the music? I, uh, in school, you know, they, in, in school, they like, they make you play an instrument. So I played the clarinet, but, uh, like a lot of things in my life, I really didn't take it seriously. I didn't apply myself to it. So I, I don't know how to play it now. Um, so no, I don't play any other instruments, but something I really want to get into, I want to play the guitar and I want to learn how to play the piano. Okay. So you can make your own music yeah. or what? Uh, I, I don't know. Or I just, ju like, just as a release, you know. Yeah, as an like escape. yeah, yeah, as an escape. Yeah, I just love like. I guess you could say when you're making music too, because I feel like once you know how to master the piano, like making beats is so much easier because you could kind of um, create the vibe you want to, 
with the with the lyrics that are the ideas and the thoughts that are in the back of your head like when you don't know how to make the beats it's like kind of hard like i remember i tried like 2018 i was like you know what i'm gonna be a producer I'm just was trash. <laughs> yeah, I always tell yeah, myself so. I'll try to record my music and I fucking fail, and then I'm yeah. like, "Hey, Jake, help me out, dude." <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It just goes right over my head. Yeah, same for me. Well, that's all I got, Jake. You got any more questions? I think you're muted. <laughs> yes 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 i did the dog was barking and i wanted to oh um questions uh it was a really good one i just had it and it, it totally just flew away from me because I, I had to think about that dang dog um it'll come back if it comes back but i i, I think for now i'm all right <laughs> so sorry you know that. anyone that hasn't heard you um or you know anyone listening to the podcast anyone that you know you know do you want to get a message across you know kind of let them know who you are what you're about what kind of music you're going to be releasing real soon and uh you know anything else that you want to say uh i would say um i would just say i'm I'm somebody that's just figuring out this life shit i mean i'm 21 years old Uh, i'm in college right now so I'm really just going through the motions, experiencing life, and I'm just an artist that's gonna make music that people can connect with and not just vibe with. Like, I want you to like really feel what I'm saying, like feel what I'm going through and relate to it. Um, and that's just something I'm gonna just stick to to the day I quit or the day I die, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, Carly X, again, thank you for coming on the show, and I can't wait no, to listen to that. Thank you guys for having me. Song. I really appreciate it. All right, you have a good one. You too. Right. Y'all stay safe. You too. Take care. That that was a great interview with Carly. Um, for just starting out, she's pretty talented. She's got like four thousand some odd followers on Instagram. Doing pretty good on YouTube. Her Spotify is popping. Yeah, and you Would know, be. she only has one song out. So imagine when she starts releasing her stuff and. I think I heard that she's releasing something ASAP. So, you know, people should keep an eye out on that. She's honestly, I saw, I heard her on the cipher, that quarantine cipher that they did for YouTube. Um, and that was so good. Her lyricism is like on point. She's so young, you know, she has, she has a bright future for sure. And I'm kind of glad that we got to interview her here before, you know, before she blew exactly. up exactly <laughs> before she blew up well like i was telling i was telling my girlfriend i was like we were listening to her her song um eat my beats on spotify and i was mm-hmm. like she's definitely a sleeper and by sleeper i mean as soon as she wakes up as soon as people start listening to her she's gonna fucking blow up she's a oh, yeah. amazing versus like and I, she said it in in the cypher she was like i'm not one of those that shakes my ass you know mm-hmm she doesn't have to do that to you know show her talent exactly which is awesome but yeah so i think uh we want to give a little bit about music news some stuff that we you know have been uh hearing in the grapevine you guys like the jet flying overhead 
Yeah. Can you like hear a nice <laughs> I little was like, rumble? I was like, what is that? Is that the AC or something? What the fuck? Uh, that's a jet. They're getting ready to drop a nuke over here or something. The fuck, they heard you were there. They're like, fuck. Ooh. I know. They're like, fuck that little midget. That Keebler <laughs> elf. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. I'm not a midget. I'm a dwarf. There's a difference, I guess. Whatever. Anyways. Anyway, back back to the music. <laughs> so, I haven't really found much, but I do want to go off on a whim and say Takashi is oh, probably going to get... Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Takashi's probably going to get just destroyed. Uh, apparently, <laughs> his post-prison career is looking good until he released that thing in April. Um, that Remember when we were talking about Gooba? Yeah. Okay, so it smashed YouTube's record for one of the most views within a 24-hour period. So that was obviously impressive on his part, but well, it's good. It, it, it's <laughs> his it's album, to the point. Tales. It's to the point where you just want to see him look stupid. So people are actually like that's paying not attention. hard. People are paying attention because they just want to make fun of him. And I mean, I guess bad publicity is good publicity, you know. So pretty much even if you're looking at him to make fun of him, you're still looking at him and he still gets, you know, the clout for for getting the views and shit like that. So, I mean, hey, you're being hated, but you're still in their mind. You know what I mean? So I, I, no, I guess like, it's good publicity. No, it's it's publicity. Nonetheless, haters got people's names in their mouth you know they're still talking about them yeah. we're still talking about them but that's only because that's within our genre and niche true anyways kid cuddy dude one of my all-time favorite rappers you know i grew up uh, i he's not even that old but and i was in high school or middle school when i started listening to him <clears throat> man on the moon fucking amazing amazing um album and he's teasing he just teased a little bit of uh his new album that he's going to come out with that which he hasn't made anything in years it's called man on the moon 3 so it's his third version of man on the moon um so i'm beyond excited dude beyond excited i i think he's by far one of the best rappers of our time and by our time i mean you know 2000s <laughs> Okay, this century, for the past two decades. Uh, this decade, yeah. I he he went into he pursued a little bit of acting, but I don't think that that went very far. He was in Need for Speed. Um, he was a the pilot in Need for Speed. Pretty cool, pretty cool film. And I think he was on a show. I don't know what show though. But um, G Easy came out with a new song called "Hate the Way." with black bear and um if you're like still stuck on someone that you used to love i think that's a good song for you to listen to it's like um jesus i feel attacked <laughs> it's it's pretty much talking about you know how he hates the way he still loves her he hates the way he still thinks about her he hates the way that she's still there and he's still there regardless of the shit that she's done and the video is kind of kind of crazy. A lot of people relate. Yeah, a lot of people can relate, but damn, apparently he's a better man than I was. Well, because I 
I don't know. I, was, I, I don't know if I would uh-uh. if I would say G Easy's a good man. Um, you know, Halsey came out publicly and said that she was or he was her abuser. Um, so I don't know. A lot of people were talking shit to Blackburn, saying, "How could you support G Easy or how could you be work with G Easy and still claim that Halsey's your friend?" But you know, it's yeah, it's, that it, would be huge. It, it sucks. It sucks supporting someone that abuses, you know, emotionally, physically, or whatever um, the case may be. But it, at the end of the day, it's a business. So I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if I could say I'm one or the other because I'm thinking like, would I work with someone that abused my friend? Probably no, not. I- it would, it would but probably he, be really but hard. But Blackbird so. was already friends with GEZ, or he was. He's been working with GEZ for years and years and years prior to the whole Halsey shit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a difficult situation. But that's just that's just me. <clears throat> Anyways, Offset. <laughs> you know, with with all the political shit going on, Trump. 2020 biden 2020 and a list of other candidates that don't ever get recognition offset was waving his gun at trump supporters or at a trump supporter rally and he gets arrested yeah dude i've noticed that a lot of the artists nowadays are definitely taking a political stand even harder than ever and they're upset and I, and I get it. I understand. But wow. <laughs> like, who would have thought? These people are actually starting to be the voices of those who don't have a voice. Because, I mean, they're in the industry. They can put out a record or an album. Whenever they do something, they got thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people how, watching. How long so. has it been since, you know, the musical community has stood up for something? And a lot of people stand up. Uh, Keep in mind, I'm not saying no one stands up, but you see one person here and there standing up for what's right. And now with everything going on with the BLM movement, with, you know, COVID, with everything, everyone's standing up united. There's like a united front in the hip hop rap community. Um, And it's mostly against Trump Mm -hmm. because they believe ever since Trump came into office, he brought on all this hate and racism you know i don't i don't want to get into that but there is a double standard here in this offset um discussion he gets arrested for waving a gun okay but there's trump supporters that literally protest and rally with ars on their back holding them at you know just walking around and even pointing at my people and nothing happens to them. You see the pointing, I don't understand the walking around and demonstrating peacefully. That's that should be okay and fine. But the moment you start pointing guns at people, dude, get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Y'all are being stupid. They point the guns and then um, they don't get arrested. And offset is waving the gun around, not necessarily pointing it, what I read, I might be, I might be wrong. What I read, he wasn't necessarily pointing it. He was just showing it off. He gets arrested. So there's the double I, standard. I, I would say, you know, I don't want to get too political, but I would say it's because of his 
you know, skin color. And Bit more than because of what he, what, he, what he stands for, he's a, he's a rapper, you know, the rap community is so looked down upon that it could have been a million things. I just, I don't think that's fair. Being a person of color, I might not look like a person of color, but I'm, you know, 100% Mexican. And I, you know, I experience racism, but not at that extent. You know, I, I would never be able to say I, I experience racism to the same extent as, you know, someone of African um, descent. I don't know. I don't know. And it, it, it's all bad, man. Whether it's sexual orientation, <coughs> race, religion, who you believe in, whether or not you like Trump or Biden. There are so many things that separate people that we continue to allow to separate people. And I think that's where you need to take the responsibility into your own hands. Quit perpetuating the bullshit. You know, you can't make other people do it. But I think music can be a really big element in that whole healing because hatred is probably the biggest pandemic going around. Fuck the virus. Get hate out your heart. Yep. The virus, you know, people can come back from, but people can't come back from, you know, extreme hate to the point where someone has to die. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, on a happier note, you know Machine Gun Kelly, right? Yeah. <laughs> what about his tickets to his downfall? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tickets to his downfall. He's pop punk now. And he's actually not that bad. I, I actually was uh, digging that song he did uh, with Black Bear. So, dude, he's back uh, on the drugs really fucking hard, it sounds like. When he's singing, dude, and I'm listening to his voice, I'm like, bro, open your fucking mouth. Quit fucking with that H, dude. You already fucking learned. You already been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Laced up. There is a song that I song listened to. Laced up. I mean, in the yeah. album list up, he had the song talking about his problem with heroin. Yeah, that one was actually a really good song. Um, I don't know what it was called, but they talked about something about Limelight. Was that the song name? No. The or one, Let You Down? Uh, the one, uh, let You Down. Lead You On. Lead You On. Lead You On. <laughs> lead You God On, damn. dude. Damn. <laughs> Try I turn yeah. my back on you. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I do. That, I, that was I actually still know. I first still know. got me into Machine Gun Kelly, and I think that was the song you showed me, and I was like, okay, you know, I really dig Dude, this. this. I was cool. so in love with that album. That I song. thought he was talking about it. I thought he was talking about some chick, dude. I well, didn't know yeah, he was that's like, what that's that's the feel he kind of gives you. He's like, oh, I'm gonna make you think I'm going this route, but completely turning on you. I'm talking about fucking being so high and not being able to function. That's it's crazy. It's I think Machine Gun Kelly is um, a little bit underrated. I mean, granted, he's so popular, but as he a, took a as huge a rapper, strike really, to really his good. ego from Eminem, though, man. He fucking hit him hard. Me and my uncles were checking out the two disses that happened. And I'm like, all right, you guys need to check this out. So let me know what you think, because this is a whole feud. And so M MGK came out with Eminem and just. Yeah, fucking capping on him for his little sweats and his little hat, you know. Like. But if you listen, if you listen to a rap devil, he's talking about Eminem in two in two forms. 
Eminem the legend yes. and Eminem the bitch. So it's like, yep. how do you take how do you take a diss like that? I loved it. I love that the song, but how do you how can you take a diss like that seriously? Like you're you're calling him a legend, but you're still calling to calling him a buster, and that you're gonna you could fuck him up. I'm and like, he actually uh, came out. Eminem came out in his song and even said, "What you gonna diss me and tell me you like me? The fuck?" Yeah, exactly. Like in, he was confused in his comebacks. It was a little weird, but if you, this is what I found that both of those songs, the first Eminem diss song and the and the um, first MGK diss song, which MGK only came out with one, but both those songs were produced by the same person. So it led me to believe that it was all a promotional were- stunt. It had to have been. I mean, why else would he take shots at fucking... And then Eminem went ahead and threw Biggie under the bus or some shit? Or not? Diddy. Diddy. He's like, you know I love you. Yeah. I I don't know. Sorry. Eminem was good in his prime. I think Eminem just needs to stop making music and focus on his age. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not an... I know I'll probably get some hate for this, but I'm not a new Eminem fan. Back back in the day when it was Slim Shady, I'm all for. I cut my hair as short as him. I dyed it once blonde because I wanted to be just like him, and I thought I was Slim Shady. So <laughs> I'm all for Eminem back in the day. Now, dude, just, just sit back, dude. You're old. You're rich. Like Machine Kelly, even Machine Gun Kelly said that, dude. Just, dude, enjoy your fucking money and just chill. Why do you come? How do I have to keep coming back out with hate? It might have been all planned well, I, hate. It might I, I have think been planned, MGK but... just, you know, he wanted to do something. They wanted to create some kind of tension, some kind of drama that would sell their fucking music, oh, and it was yeah. completely genius. Everyone does it. it. Was... Everyone does it, dude. A lot of a lot of these rappers, uh, you know, start disses and start fights with both parties knowing just to sell shit because if one's talking about this rapper and this rapper's talking about that rapper both their fan bases are looking into both of them you know so Mm -hmm. it well the only thing i didn't really like or think was cool that mgk did was talk about his daughter you know it's like fuck you don't do that you know why the whole drama started because machine gun elaborate machine gun kelly commented on um, Haley's Instagram photo, which Haley is not a, uh, I think she's legal now. He, Machine Gun Kelly commented on her picture saying that she was beautiful or something like that, which is Eminem's daughter, and Eminem did not like that. Yeah. And uh, to be quite honest, Haley is gorgeous. So, Machine Gun Kelly's kind of getting old now, so it's it's a little creepy. He's almost thirty. Cause I, I, yeah, he's almost thirty. So let's see. It's crazy to think he's like a few years older than me. Like, wow. So H- Haley Mathers, she's twenty four years old. So it's not it's not too far off. You know, it's not too far off. And she she's beautiful. But that's how the beef started. Machine Gun Kelly 
commented on her Instagram post. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> wow. So I can't believe that, dude. Oh is, yeah, protective ass dad. Hey, yeah, you fucking you drug addict. What's well, it? You it's, keep your. It's like it's like. Uh, would you, you go keep your and your awesome jawline and your long hair away from my daughter? Would you flirt you. with uh, a mafia's mobster's daughter? If I had like zero empathy and like no fear, probably because that motherfucker ain't got shit to lose. His life, but I don't even think he gives a fuck about that. Huh. I mean, he's got like a picture. He's like opening his eye, like yeah, kill shot. Yeah, come at me, fucking dude. Dude, do you want me to get you MGK's number? You should get me MGK's number so yeah, I can send him. I I think you'd you'd like hook up with him or something. Oh, he's uh... actually dating Megan Fox. Actually. Yep. Actually, she was in a Bloody Valentine, or I think that's the song name, Bloody Valentine. It's from the Tickets to My Downfall. She was in his music video. It's not gonna last long. I mean, you know what she sees in him? What? Well, it's not his music. You're just talking about how good he is, and now you're going to say it's not his music? <laughs> got to give it like six months, man. All right. All right. Let's 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 put money down. I give it I give it at least a year. At least. At least a year? No, man, I give it six months. All right. What are we betting? You have to... All right. Loser has to do one of these... 100 push-ups on no, no, no. the video. Loser has to do one of these episodes... And an embarrassing shirt. Why would that be bad? I don't know. Dude. All right. Um, an embarrassing shirt. An embarrassing shirt. (laughs) An embarrassing shirt. And winner picks the shirt. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Let's lay down some ground rules. No assholes. No dicks, no balls. Okay. The fa- your your three favorite things. I know. <laughs> yeah. Let's. All right. No assholes. No dicks and no balls. All right. All right. We're off to a good start. So we need to. What if they're not even together anymore? <laughs> uh, Kelly and Megan Fox. <laughs> They're still together. All right, so I'm banking on about six months. How long has it been since they've been together? So Machine Gun Kelly credits Megan Fox for helping him overcome his drug addiction. (laughs) With that whap. They've been dating since May. Uh, so a couple more months and they're going to be toast. Watch. Oh, They've already been dating man. for five months. That's why I'm saying, man. You just might be right when it comes like six months to 12 to 14 months later. They're going to... Hey, no. if I'm I, right, if I'm right, I win. All I'm... 
I would I would love to say that you know I'd be banking on their success for their relationship, but I feel like it's MGK and it's Megan Fox. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that is all for today. Um, anyway. Watch Jake wear an embarrassing shirt in a, a few months. Um, it'll be hilarious. Uh, for now, you know we love you guys. Um, stay safe. If you ever need anything, feel free to reach out. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>